It's another edition of Sean and D's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Richie Seymour back with us this week. Hey, Richie, how you doing? Hello, Bongo. <laughs> I was just checking. Do I get to talk? You I can talk. Sure. It, it's okay. You can talk. Okay. It's all good. I, I, I thought I thought, I thought it would be the crickets again. Oh, yeah. Well, I got a special <laughs> intro for D this week. So hold on a second. Let me, let oh, me play it. Oh. It's the Spin Doctor's favorite fan. <laughs> Dennis Brzezinski, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> been a whole lot easier <laughs> oh crap which one are we talking about the, what's the, the yeah. Left one. yeah just yeah, the lead yeah. singer the lead singer loves d apparently so no no been a whole lot you're like continue the verse oh no no no, no. left town I, I, oh, I, yeah i was making a joke there. i think we're gonna get into enough of that <sighs> yes yes uh yeah, so I, I, for me, it's it's just great to be back. I, I know the dozens and dozens are are clamoring that I'm my steady hand is back on the wheel, and <laughs> well, <laughs> last week is behind us. I will say, Katie did fantastic. She, she did. I am sorry she had to put up with you two, but at least there was one professional around. It put up with us two. It was just me. I was a stammering idiot. She, she was fucking amazing. She had a microphone and everything. She was ready <laughs> yeah, to go. She was all set. Yeah. She was so ready to go. And she was fucking great. I think she probably I think she probably enjoyed being around us both more when she was a little kid than as an adult, though. And really I can't say that I blame her. So. I, I feel I feel like that's everyone. Yeah, well. Fair enough. You, I mean, you're but, here. <laughs> you asked for it, so you know. You know, I don't know, but yeah, that's, that's funny. Her. No, she was amazing, Katie. I love you. Thank you so much for doing that and being so good. Uh, you really do have a future in podcasting if you want it. So, do you yeah, think she? Awesome. Do you think she's actually ever going to listen to us again after that? No, she's one of our biggest fans. Absolutely. Okay. Well, good. That's good to hear. (laughs) I guess it wasn't that bad. Oh, well, no, she's related to me, you know, so she's got to deal with my whole shit. But I think now that she's got, you know, you know, with you under her belt, (laughs) she's like, okay, well, no, Sean's a good guy again. Oh, okay. Did did she, did she hate me in the interim or what? What's going on? I don't know what you mean by that. No, no, (laughs) just like you, like both of you, both of you acted like for me, it was always like, God damn! It was just like yesterday that we were hanging out, and Sean was spinning her in the uh, oh. the lawn in the Elmhurst apartment. Well, God, that was twenty five years ago. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, Jesus, we're old, Sean. Yeah, I did think it was pretty cool just uh, listening to you talk about, and and really her talk about even more so than you, just the how you helped introduce her and kind of shape her her musical tastes and all of that stuff. It was it was a neat story for you guys to tell last week. Oh, absolutely. And, and that was the joy of that podcast. And yeah. that was, that was what was so much fun mm-hmm. uh, to do was, was to tell those little stupid stories, uh, uh, you know, about just, you know, learning music together, you know, like me showing her, her showing me, you know, bands like Lydia and Slipknot, 
things like that, you know, like like taking her Ozfest. That was and that was so much fun. That day was so much fun. Yeah. No, it was a it was I was so looking forward to having her on the show and, and, and I could not have been happier with the way it turned out. And for the for the other side of things, the reason Richie wasn't here last week was um, he had to do a little bit of traveling, and it looks like your traveling paid off. It looks like your daughter had a had a good weekend last weekend. She she did she did. It was uh, the state gymnastics meet. She ended up placing third overall in her division and and first overall in bars. So that's awesome. It was good good yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell her congratulations. That's yeah, that's really cool. Absolutely. So yeah. we'll do we'll do we'll yeah. we'll probably talk about her one or two more times later this episode. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, all right. Speaking of this episode, we mentioned last week towards the end that we were going to do a, do an all female artist episode. And I think we put together a really awesome playlist and some artists that we have not talked about before in the past, which also made it kind of fun. And, and, um, you know, going into the, going into the first song, you know, as we, as we get going D, I believe you're the one who picked it, this song I'd never heard before. And it just like blew my mind. <laughs> just like, Whoa, you know, there, there's parts it, of it. It's just kind of fucking great. It is a great song. Yeah, oh my absolutely. God, so, so my sister turned me on to to Ani DeFranco, uh, uh, and this song is is Untouchable Face off her ninety three, I think. Uh, yeah, it dilate. It's it's Untouchable Face by Ani DeFranco, and I remember when my sister played this song for me, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this? This is amazing." I don't know if we can. And really, not even because I don't even know if the we can... refrain is. Well, well, hold on a second. I don't know if we can do it justice without just playing it because just the way that it goes, I mean, it sounds like such a sweet little song and then all of a sudden it just changes. You know, let me let me just play the first uh I can't the first believe verse I never of it. Put this on a fucking tape for you, Sean. Hold on a second. Think I'm going for a walk now. Feel a little unsteady. Since we know where to follow me. Said maybe you. I can make you happy. You weren't ready. I could do a lot of things and I do. Still sounds like a nice sweet song. Yeah. <laughs> As we go along. Love song from the yeah. 90s. Absolutely. Listen to that guitar song. The free Too bad you had to have a better head. Oh, there she's there's not better. really my type. But I think you two are forever. I hate to say this. You're perfect together, so fuck you. <laughs> it just cracked me. Oh, good. Fuck you. It's so good. <laughs> How many? I wish like, we. Like, why didn't we not know this song in the early '90s? We would have loved this song. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, you knew this song in yeah. the early '90s. Oh, no, 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 no. Sean probably did. My sister turned me on to this when we were still in high school. Hmm. I had this fucking CD when we were in high school. Well, apparently you like to keep this one to yourself then, because I'd never heard this song <laughs> hey, before. Sean, did he Fuck ever you let don't. you borrow that CD in high school? Hey, he only lets people that he's known in the last several years borrow CDs. I never got yeah. to borrow CDs. See, and, and, and Katie was right last week, too. Like, now that I have vinyl, like, my CDs are kind of... Yeah. I I did only give my brother-in-law one Pearl Jam CD. Well, uh, uh, that's one more than you ever would have before. no the song how could you not have felt this way at least a dozen times in your life like looking at somebody being like god damn it well i mean i i kind of felt like this is just a theme song for all my ex-girlfriends like i'm pretty (laughs) sure they walked around singing it today if they haven't forgotten about you of course 
Oh, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> that unthinkable face. That un. What, what would be the right thing? The. Uh... <laughs> it's untouchable now. <laughs> uh, Is that because of uh, uh, uh... <laughs> my ball and chain? Where's he going? Where's he going with this? I, I, I you can tell he wants to go somewhere with it, and I'm not sure it's going to end up end, end well for him. Yeah. Well, thankfully you have three days to edit. That's <laughs> true. Oh, it's true. It, with that being said, yeah, is that because of restraining orders, Richie? Oh, <laughs> those of those have all ceased. <laughs> you can cut that however you want to, though, Sean. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I'll send. I'll send you some money. <laughs> God, yeah this song though getting us back on track here as you two uh continue to your banter um i i just it, it is a it's a really well-written song that i've and i i think i want to hear some more of her of her music i've heard the name many times but i really am not that familiar with her music it's, she's incredible and as great as an artist as she is mm-hmm. she is an amazing uh, activists and philanthropists and or whatever like 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 she has gone so hard fighting for rights for you know the lgbtq movement and 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 uh anti-war movement and everything like that like like she is just an impressive fucking person and she and all of this stuff that she releases is on her own her own righteous babe uh uh, label has it always you been know, that I, way or has that been more in recent years no no it's always been that way this album that's, that's very innovative because now artists it's not uncommon for them to have their own labels because music selling the physical form of yeah. music isn't that as big of a thing as it used to be but for it to be that way since the early 90s is impressive he always wanted to have control of her art uh i i have not in in one of the notes i put a, she just recently put out a memoir I haven't read it yet. I've got a copy of waiting for me at, at some point. Uh, but uh, uh, like, like, no, she's just such, such an amazing woman, person, human activist, philanthropist, you know, like, and, and the fact that as an artist, she's like, could write a song like this 20, you know, something years ago. Like, it's just, I love this fucking song so bad. Uh, also on this album, Dilate, uh, uh, she's got another song called Napoleon, and uh, it's about uh, loosely based on her relationship with Suzanne Vega, uh, which was uh, uh, Tom Steiner. That oh yeah uh, okay yeah. yeah I knew that name yeah. sounded familiar I couldn't place it yeah 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 uh, and it's it's such it's it's another amazing song hmm. yeah yeah but uh, but yeah no everybody like seek her out look into her Ani DeFranco is so cool and amazing so I have to tell you guys my uh, experience with this song I you you sent out the uh, the playlist on Sunday so I was driving back from Chicago Lexi and, and Michelle are in the vehicle there and we're I'm you know I'm, I'm cruising on the inter- on I-55 so you can imagine not going very slow the van lots of road noise so I, I have the song, I have the playlist going, and I listen through the through the first time. I don't catch what happens in this song, and it's and no one else is paying attention, so it's fine. We get to Springfield. I pick up my twelve year old Bryce, add him to the car. It's quieter. It's the second time through the playlist, 
and everyone in the car hears this song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure that those aren't words that they've never heard before. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, they, 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 yeah. But see, and and just like with Katie and, 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 uh, monkey wrench, like, you know, come on, artists are saying it. Mm. They're going to learn it eventually. Yeah. Michelle does not share your parenting style. (laughs) So you're aware. I actually, as well, I this, said last this week, is no why longer, I'm a, yeah. This is why I'm a, you know, currently sitting in a hotel room by myself without it, and B without any children. So, yeah, your your um perspective on that changes after uh after um a spouse comes into the uh into the realm and you have the children and they they don't they don't appreciate that. So yes. Next song <laughs> on the list um is Dennis. Did you pick this one too, or is this you, Richie? This is me. Okay, this is go me. for it. Go for it. So, so it's uh, "What's Up" by Four Non Blondes. This has just been one of my favorite songs for years. I've loved it since it came out. Um, I think she just has such power in her voice, and and just the sound of this song. I I've always I, I've always enjoyed it. I just love that the name of the song is "What's Up" as opposed to "What's Going On," because yes. you would assume that was the name of the song by listening to it. And and did you see that in the notes? Yes, uh, what's going on was the Marvin Gaye song. So she didn't want to name it that way. Uh, well, so. yeah. Cause the, the, cause that estate sues the shit out of people. Hmm. Well, but that's also the, one of the most iconic songs of all time. Ballad, ballad. Uh, uh, but yeah, this song, I fucking love this song. This is another one Richie stole off of the list that I had building up and, and I could not be happier and talk about this song. Uh, it's so fucking good. And that, I mean, that's it. Like anytime it comes on the radio, I'm going to stop and listen. I'm going to jam out to it. It, Wake in the morning and I step outside and take a deep breath and I get real high. How does, how did, how did this band though, with, with the, the ability to sing, like we hear the singer have only have this one song of any major substance though. I mean, literally on the, as the notes say, literally on the list of greatest one hit wonders of what, you know, of all time. Why is that? It doesn't make any sense to me. So prior, prior to listen, prior to us recording, uh, because Richie was late, uh, I listened to their first single that was off of this album, which I never listened to before, but I own the CD uh, was dear Mr. President. And it's not good. Uh, I think a better way to phrase did. that, I, I think a better thing to do when you're talking about CDs that are owned and not owned is just tell people when you don't own one, because that's actually a much bigger <laughs> surprise than to say that you own it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or, or just throw out a number of the number of copies you own. So one, <laughs> seven. And if they include a sticker packet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The sticker was different. And, 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 and uh, Richie, you know, you fucked with us uh, or fucked with me. Uh, after the show dropped last week, it, the sticker wasn't different. The color of the vinyl was different too, and I just didn't say that. I'm You're colorblind. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they looked any different <laughs> from when he held them up. No, no, no. Because he no, literally held them up. The actual cup. It was purple swirl and it's just straight blue vinyl. God damn it! <laughs> you can't see red. You can't see purple. Fuck. Uh... You, Richie. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and you know how I know that? Your outfit in high school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. 
You walked yourself into it. I mean, you did. I know it. I know it. God damn it. I, I feel like I feel like if we have a picture of D from high school in that outfit, that has to be the cover art one week. <laughs> this is the greatest conversation we've ever had on the show. Right? <laughs> oh my all right, god! All right. We won't say her name because you know, but uh, I remember, like, because every morning I would walk to Sean's house to drive to school with him because I would walk to Sean's house because his parents. We could smoke and drink Mountain Dew, watch Sports Center, and then we would drive to school. So we got to school, and this one girl was like, Oh, Dennis, nice team, but why are they purple? <laughs> and I had no idea. I just spent 45 fucking minutes with Sean. And he just was like, Okay, you're just wearing purple fucking jeans today. I guess that's what you're doing. <laughs> they, they were more red than they were purple <laughs> they were oh my god they're pink oh my god and my, my just... stepmother had a knowing that i'm colorblind had apparently washed a fucking brand new pair of red pants that she bought with our jeans and it turned my pants purple and she was like well Dennis won't know any different. <laughs> he won't know any different. And she just let it go. Oh, and I remember God. when I came home and she told me that, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you realize I'm fucking 16 years old and these people are going to make fun of me? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I should have probably told you. In <laughs> yes. retrospect, you know. But but in your 30 defense, some years in your later. Defense, in your defense, uh, uh, at that point, especially, mean you were a lot different mm-hmm. than we are now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and there were days that I, I you would wear. You were trying to make a point. Well, like there, you were doing it just to, to be you. And there sure. were days that you no, would no, wear. No, right, right. Well, you would wear Chuck Taylors and a sombrero to school sometimes just to be funny. So hell, that I didn't know what you were mean. doing. That was Halloween. But you did it more or... than you did it more than once. So, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> and I said, hey. <laughs> What's going uh, on with those pants? <laughs> oh man, what is the, so? This so song. let's get into what the song is actually about. Do what you know? There, there was some stuff in the notes about it, but I don't remember exactly what they said that the the overall emphasis of the song was supposed to be. Well, well, this was one of those ones that was the like the last second things that they just threw together and wrote wrote by themselves. And the producer of the album wanted to change the arrangement completely and uh uh uh, and uh linda perry was just like no this this sound awful and jimmy iovine you know interscope uh what what, richie did you ever watch any of that yeah dr thank you uh it was like yeah no you're absolutely right and uh, so, so they got they won and got their version of this with the acoustic thing. Like he was trying to turn it into some sort of dancey sort of horseshit thing. Yeah. And uh, and they won. And in this song, I I, I I don't understand why people have any issue with this song. It's so fucking good. And, and that was the part out of the notes that I really took that there was an undercurrent of people that like hate this song. Yeah. Uh, it, it, like some I, critics. And, some critics dislike what's up. Songwriters uh, Carl Barat and Stuart, uh, I'm not even going to try to name the song the worst ever, Dean Ween from the band Ween, 
said it's as bad as music gets. Everything about the song is so awful that if I sat down and tried to write the worst song ever, I couldn't even make it 10% of the reality of how awful the song is. Like, like, no, this song is amazing, uplifting, and so good. It seems like, like a giant uh, music snob. I mean, that's that's just a giant music oh, snob. It's just being that way to be and, that way. Dean Ween is from the band Ween. And, and I've never heard of them. Yeah. You watched Beavis and Butthead before. You, I think you've seen a yeah. couple of Ween songs. Mm. Uh, but uh, uh, but it's just, it's just, yeah. No, no, this song is fucking outstanding and it could just be straight jealousy that here's a another band getting that credit makes a pop song yep uh, it makes a rock song that turns into a pop song right that gets you know like you know there's one hit wonders but then there's one hit wonders that are like oh fuck this is something yeah. this is yeah. so good mm-hmm. and linda perry you know with a big middle finger to everybody you know was hugely influential in uh, Christina Aguilera and Pink's careers, you know, like writing songs and producing for them, like, 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 she's not, she's not upset that, you know, there's people that think this song's a piece of shit. Like, fuck <laughs> those guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> speaking of Pink, you know, we were talking about her last two weeks ago, I guess, the last time Richie was on the show because we had one of her songs on, and we were talking about how much we think you know she turns out good music but the next song on the list was actually a miss by pink which i yep. thought was uh was was super interesting and uh dennis i believe you picked this song correct i did i did yeah this is uh kelly clarkson since you've been gone yeah and and looking at the notes going along with that story that i was just telling the person who wrote the song um originally offered it to pink the song was written with pink in mind of singing it and she turned it down and then the it gets even weirder because they offered it to hillary duff who was a disney star at one point and she basically couldn't sing the song the way that it needed to be sang. so it ended up um with kelly clarkson uh so as we've talked about in past episodes we have uh a YouTube playlist of our songs that we talked about. And, and the one I chose for this was the uh, 2005 MTV uh, VMA uh, uh, version of the song. And, and well, she fucking knocks this out of the park. It's so much better than the video version of it. But Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson, it's, this is a goddamn great rock and roll song. Mm-hmm. And this and this woman can sing. Probably almost meant so to be more good. of a more of a pop song, and it turns into more of a rock yeah. song as it as it goes yeah. along. Oh my gosh! Did did I I, I I I I think you both saw probably to be amazed when they happened, but that that version of that song, that performance of that song, has always stood out to me. Like just like oh my gosh, this chick is God. She's got it. She knows what she's doing. And, and I think it's, it just, it kind of hits that sweet spot on a breakup. It's not, it's not sad, sad, uh, sad and down. And it's not really terribly vindictive. It's just a, Hey, I'm good. I'm, I'm, you know, this is, I didn't fall apart. I made it through. Um, fuck you and your untouchable face. <laughs> The extra E is not just for me. So uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, 
No, it's so good. It's so good. And her voice is so fucking powerful. Like, like you feel everything on this song. And, and the fact that she didn't write it and you still feel it like that, like it's wow. Wow. She has some talent. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful song, though. And, um, you know, I I think it's interesting that you sent us earlier kind of uh, sagging just a little bit um, the clip earlier this week of Kelly Clarkson doing an Adele song from her from her show Um, because Adele's next on our list from her 25 album. We talked about Adele a little bit last week and the song is uh, Water Under the Bridge. And, And we talk about how awesome of a voice Kelly Clarkson has. But honestly, that clip that you sent, she couldn't touch Adele singing this song. It was good, but it wasn't, it wasn't like Adele level of, of singing a song. Kelly Clarkson's on the voice. Adele is the voice. I would think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good look at that. So our next song on the list is water under the bridge by Adele from the album 25. And the reason I actually picked this song instead of one of her other, you know, many, many songs is because, um, when, um, 25 came out, um, hello was really popular and stuff. And Amanda absolutely loved this album right away, which everybody did. I mean, everybody that heard it did. And, um, Elliot was not even two years old yet. And this song for some reason was, was something that he caught. He as a, as a two year old kid could sing every single word of this song. And so this song's kind of that sentimental. I always think of my little two year old singing along in the car. We listened to this song probably 8 million times. And, uh, it was just, it was just a lot of fun. And and this song's a really good song anyway. So, So I had the same experience with Bryce. Who's a bit older than Elliot with on rumor has it mm. like he he was he was little doing that that's but awesome yeah. yeah those are fun well, makes you smile memories every time you think of stuff like that when you hear a voice like this you just can't help help it though like you know like her and Kelly Clarkson and and a couple artists we'll talk about later like like just like they're distinct mm-hmm. you know like wow you have to pay attention regardless of how old you are your age gender you know all that shit like yeah you know some of these people are just fucking incredible artists so following my my story for just a second longer i was taking meredith to um school the other day she goes to preschool and uh she she likes to hear songs like one song that she really likes because all the kids at preschool like it is the ghostbusters theme song okay so you know after a little while you get sick of listening to the ghostbusters theme song every day when you take her to school so i had the playlist on and i said uh all right yeah go ahead yeah stop the ghostbusters theme song yeah like ray parker jr yeah why is that a thing though is that a t- they would have played it at Halloween? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to the class, and then that, class probably. Is that what that's, it was? Probably that's a more fun song. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's more fun than Monster Mash and a lot of those other ones. Sure, so absolutely. They're going to latch on to it. Yeah. Okay. No, but Sean, she loves it. Your homework. Your homework this next week is to find out where Meredith heard that song. Okay. Okay. I can do that. All right. But, um, but anyway, right, so I said, I said, do you want to hear this song? Back it, was, <laughs> it was one of your, it was one of your, uh, your brother's favorite songs when he was little and, you know, maybe a little bit younger than you. And she, so she listened to it now every day. Once again, we're back to a little kid saying, can we hear water under the bridge? And she sings along to it, yeah. uh, you know, the last few days on the way to daycare. So it's like oh. history repeating itself. That's awesome. 
Yeah. So yeah. But great, great song. I mean, yeah, how could you not? Yeah, go ahead. What'd you say, D? I'm saying it. Oh, okay. I thought you started to say something and then the zoom kind of went clunky for a second. So anyway, yeah, but, uh, but definitely a good song. I, and- I, I, no, it, to have your children adore Adele right now is, is perfect because, mm-hmm. you know, she's got a new album she's prepped out. Oh my God. Like to know how amazing that voice is and the fact that she's writing these songs that are so powerful, like, like, again, you know, this is female artists or whatever, but, but to have that talent, to have that drive and to have, you know, the, the voice that she's got, like mm-hmm. insane, like she can touch so many people and change so many things and make you think so many things even even us you know like goddamn middle-aged white guys you know we're we're sitting here talking about goddamn adele you know like go wiping tears <laughs> yeah. eyes, you know yeah. thinking about shit whether it's our kids or our own lives anything like that it's yeah it's incredible i find this one of those interesting songs because it's it's a it's a breakup song also but it's in a very different vein in that it's a we were really good together. We still love each other, but we know that there's like something inherently broken with us and we can't be together. Kind of, kind of song mm-hmm. is, is how I, I take this one. It's not like burn it down. Right. Type of a thing, which most songs yeah. are, but, you know, but when it comes to that, it's very in your face of don't, don't lie to me and, and act like you don't love me. Cause that, mm-hmm. that cl- we, we clearly do still love each other mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, Dennis was grabbing for something. I thought he was going to show us like five copies of 25 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a hotel in goddamn Texas. I got. I, I don't have any money. I don't know. Only I don't know if you ship your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but it's still it's still in the it's still in the uh, wrap and stuff like that, and you can't actually take it out or touch it. <laughs> you should see the sticker. <laughs> so anyway, the moving sticker. on to the next song. The sticker was just showing that it was a di- different version the album but i was playing along with sean and i love how that's what you stuck out with the goddamn sticker (laughs) (laughs) so moving on to the next song the final song i believe on on side a dennis i think was this a was this a listener pick or was this a you pick this was a listener's pick listeners we had a lot of yeah uh uh we had a lot of clamoring for uh god that, that sounds so dramatic but we had people want to uh uh us this to discuss Tori Amos and Cornflake Girl is probably her biggest, m- m- most well-known song, I think. And uh, uh, so that's 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 where we're at. Goddamn, she's so good. Uh, I, I it, like we lived in an area where Tori Amos wasn't, you know, prevalent. You know, like like she wasn't, you know, on we didn't have any rock stations or anything like that, mm-hmm. but this is, this is, this is a fantastic song. Just such a great goddamn song. 
I wasn't really familiar with it until I heard it the other day. I might have heard it before, like in passing. I don't know, but um, but I I love the uh, the play on the uh, on the cornflake girl and the raisin girl thing, and you know yeah. the moving back and forth and stuff. And and uh, they talk about it a little bit in the notes, and that's what really made it stick out to me once I read the notes and then and then heard it again. But it's just uh, I I just thought it was interesting to talk about the you know the clickishness and all of that kind of stuff. I I kind of have the have the same uh, same take as you. I I thought it was it doesn't come out and say it, but I, I feel like there's an undercurrent of the the cornflakes keep the raisins down because when you have a you know a box of raisin bran, all the raisins are there at the bottom, and those last two bowls are pretty good, but the rest of it sucks. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's actually it is really awesome. Good. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about the fact that women are betrayed by grandmother, mother, or an older sister. That women you trust the most are taking you into this victory and we had a turn for those people those girls that would turn on you that wouldn't be there for you that would maybe expose something you trusted with them and really let you down a complete wreckage so those girls were called cornflake girls and i don't know if we actually said it but like this the this is in reference to uh uh, female genital mutilation in, in Africa, um, which, you know, this probably 15 years before that became an actual topic you'd hear elsewhere was when the song was written. Uh, it, it's, I thought it was very powerful. Just like, just like Ani DeFranco, Tori Amos yeah. is, is been a huge champion of women's rights and equal rights and all that stuff. And, and, and as an artist, just amazing. Like, unbelievable like uh it's she is one of those people like elvis costello that you don't necessarily realize are so important like like if you're listening to this and all you know is nirvana and pearl jam and alice and chains and shit like that you don't realize that tori amos and elvis costello and tom waits and people like them think the way they did but but she's right up there with with that like like she was on the front lines fighting for for all of these things for equal rights and 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 you know fuck you you know government you know things like just yeah no she's a super important artist and this is probably one of her most profound songs yeah, no, I, I agree. It was a, it's a very good song, and I, I enjoyed uh, getting familiar with it as we went along with the playlist. Are you hearing that yeah. too, Richie? No, I'm not. Okay, I keep hearing like a ringing sound. I don't know what it is. So it's all in your head. Sean. It must be. I thought it sounds like a fax machine or something like that. Maybe I'm getting a fax in my head right now. I don't know. But anyway, all right. I think that's side A. So let's take a break. DM, I'm really proud of you. You've stayed there the entire time. Did he get up once? He, I almost got up. I almost got up, but I, I realized that we were on the last song. Like, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he wears adult depends now. <laughs> it makes sense. Anyway, all right, we'll take a break and be right back. Oh, my God. Is he going to be in the corner? <laughs> Yikes. Find out after the break. <laughs> 
Welcome back to side B of Sean and D's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski, Richie Seymour along too. And we're doing the uh, an all-female episode of the uh, list to close out March, which makes a lot of sense. And um, let's start off with a little musical play for our for our next one. Dennis, I believe this is your song. Am I correct? Uh, yeah. At, at, at this point, it's super. It's super. Like God. Field. <laughs> As Matt Ryan was putting his helmet on, trying to get ready <laughs> back out there to beat the New England Patriots. How'd that, that turn out? led to the Matt Ryan face, the, the poker face, <laughs> the Matt Ryan face. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. He just asked me to play it. So, so, and yeah, so it's, yeah, it's poker faith, Lady Gaga. And, uh, uh, it wasn't the song I wanted to choose by her, uh, but it seemed appropriate just to talk about her as an artist. Like, like, like she's amazing. Like, I, I know it, it, she's been compared to like our this generation's Madonna, you know, and that's not a that shouldn't be uh, an insult, you know, because she's a chameleon, like you know, like she knows what she's doing. She's relevant, you know. We're still talking about Lady Gaga to this day. I'm trying to think, when when did Poker Face come out? I believe it was 2008. Uh, 2008. 2008. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she's had a good 13-year run. Yeah. She's still pretty relevant. Um, yeah. So I, I just this song I've always found it very hypnotic. Like the it's it's got kind of that that techno sound to it, and just and then her robotic voice when 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 in, in parts of it. Um, I actually know this song mostly from Dance Central and and seeing um, a bunch of 30-something adults trying to dance to it. Uh, <laughs> that's funny yeah. yeah you know the thing about her is that, the thing about her is that i think is most interesting is most of her music that comes out now sounds nothing like this or that early you know techno dance you know type type stuff that we were talking about a little well, bit ago her 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 way that she does most things have have changed a lot she's a very versatile artist to where she can do a lot of different types of music and it all comes off pretty well and, and this this is her way to break through. Like she was trying to yeah. grab attention, and even in the movie "The Star, a Star Is Born," mm-hmm. which she was incredible in, yes. like like that almost kind of mirrored her career, you know, to to a certain extent. Like she was so flamboyant and and uh, uh, in your face, and then she realized she didn't have to be. Which is what she's doing now, you know, regardless of, you know, dog walkers and all that things. Uh, but it, it's, it's, it's a, she's, yeah, no, she's so much better than, than, than people maybe give her credit, people like us give us credit, give her credit for, you know, like, like, like that album, like I said, like that album, Joanne, her last one, I guess that was. 2016 or 2017 uh so fucking good so incredible uh this song you know of course i picked it because it was her first popular one and 
talk with Richie, but uh, it's, but it's, yeah, it's it it's still catchy. Like you don't, you can't get it out of your goddamn head. Would you like to take us through the? <laughs> would you like to take us through the part of the notes, D, where she talks about what the song's about? Uh, Poker Face was written by Gaga, and Red One. Uh, she also stated the main idea behind the song was sex and gambling. Uh, did you guys take a second to watch the video for it? I've seen the video before, yeah. The subtitles to the YouTube video uh, were much different than the lyrics on the Apple Music app. <laughs> like the my poker face mm-hmm. and then the next time. Uh, yeah. She's not saying poke. Yeah. Yeah. What you and don't want to use that you you don't want to use that word now. You use it all the time and you can't say well, it now. I, I don't want to use that word in the context of the song because if somebody has kids and they like this song and they want to listen to it, I thought I you know, like yeah. Do you want me to say it? Well, I mean you can just say she she kind of embeds an F bomb in the middle of it. Yeah. Like yeah. It got played it, on the radio apparently. A, a lyric that makes it that, that repeats itself quite a bit in the song. The second time through, the closed captioning had it to say the F word instead of instead of poker. poker, it said the F word. So now I want to play it for a second to see if we can actually hear what you're talking about. Ooh, I heard it. <laughs> yeah, I know, yes. yeah, you're totally right. Yes. So I was on the bike today watching the fucking YouTube playlist that I make that nobody fucking listens to or watches. Uh, uh, that and, and and it had the subtitles, and and I was like, wait, what? It said, yeah, yeah, yeah. F her face. Like I, like I'm sorry. I I know I say fuck way too much on the show, but that just <laughs> you know. And so I. I listened to the song like four or five times since then. I'm like, holy shit, that's what she's fucking Hold on, let's see if we hear it again. Hold on. Oh, yeah, that's totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no no way that that's not the case. Yeah. Hmm. And and, and I don't ever remember hearing that song on the goddamn radio. No, it gets played all the time. Unless now, there's a, is there an edited version? The next time you hear it, I, I don't listen to those radio stations. So the next time you hear it, I, I definitely will. <laughs> yes, like I, I was just blown away, and I hate, I hate that's where this conversation is going. Because again, Lady Gaga is a an amazing artist. Like she is so fucking cool, and and does impressive things and i accidentally picked a song to fuck with richie and now this is what the conversation is about <laughs> but the, this, it's an yeah. interesting conversation it, it, does, it does still fit with the song because i mean she has she has said oh, that it's about yeah. her bisexuality yeah. too listen listen and i say the f word so many goddamn times uh besides yeah, I mean that's why we have an E next to our goddamn, play, you know, podcast. That's one of the reasons. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason? main reason. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. I think D. But, 
<laughs> but I, I just, I, I just, I like, I like, I was like, oh shit, that's what she's saying. And then I, like I said, I listened to it four or five times. And I'm like, no, you can't unhear that now. That's exactly what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. Wow, that's. Ma, 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 ma. So anyway, on that note, <laughs> Richie, you're up next. Go for it. Yep. So, so I'm, I'm really intrigued where the conversation goes on this one. This is uh, Roar by Katy Perry. And for, for one, like Katy Perry's kind of always been like a little guilty pleasure kind of thing. I like, I actually do enjoy quite a bit of her music, um, even though it's very poppy, very, very, very drippy. Um, but I actually want to hear your guys' thoughts first before I, I have a couple more things to say about this song, but I want to hear your thoughts. I have three beautiful nieces. And, and you guys heard from one of them last week. This song is an incredibly empowering song yeah. for, for women. Uh, Richie, you have a daughter. Sean, you have a daughter. Uh, she doesn't like, know this song, though, as far as I know. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. But, but the point oh, I'm yes. trying to make, the point I'm trying to make is I, I didn't give a shit about this song when it came out at all. But listening to it now, you know, this last week, that's 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 the thing that that came to my head more than anything was like like it's so empowering and and that was my biggest note on the song is you know it's even so i i actually probably would have rather picked uh like fight song by rachel plantain or um a really if you're on real current like what what lizzo was doing last year Mm -hmm. for like that's kind of the new wave of of empowerment songs Oh, absolutely. This yeah. was up early uh, in the in the mix. Um, yeah, and and, and and that was the thing for me was was uh, you know like of course I did I don't give a shit about this song prior to this, but but the fact that we have to you know spend you know five ten minutes talking about it, uh, it's it's it makes sense to me that you would choose this uh, with you know your wife and 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 and, and daughter and Sean same with you like yeah no this it's probably not you know it's not up there with you know like elderly woman behind the counter of town you know small town store anything like that but but i can't imagine being a little girl and not listening to this and not being like you know fuck yeah let's do this Mm -hmm. and and you're setting me up well because the the actual the reason that i picked this song versus one of the a couple of the other ones is um, so last Sunday when we were going to, uh, to, to state was Lexi's birthday. And this was probably the first song that Lexi got into when she was six, seven years old. Oh, that's awesome. So, so this was the, you know, that she would sit in the backseat of the car and, and, and roar back there and, you know, just it, it kind of getting to live music through your children is, is just fascinating and so much fun. Mm-hmm. It, 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 yeah. It, our listeners spent a stuttering hour and 20 minutes with me, you know, fucking, you know, like, uh, uh, with Katie, my niece, my oldest niece, like, and, and that, that was it. Like my whole point of having her on the show was just talking about music and, and, and the fact that me and her loved music and she turned me on the shit. And I turned her on to stuff, you know, like that sort of thing. And, and, and that, and when I heard, when I saw you put this on the playlist, it was like, that's gotta be what it is. And 
dudes or so he was like amazing yeah so we uh so my my buddy eric he he has a daughter lexi's age also they're best friends who are lexi and, and bella and three years ago yeah three years ago we surprised him with tickets to go see katie at uh in indianapolis and just two dads taking their two daughters over to 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 the uh, concert she puts on a hell of a show like overproduced flies out in the crowd um it's it's definitely definitely fun to go see especially if you have kids and i will say uh wow her demographic skews a lot older than you would think oh i'm not i'm not Um, completely shocked by that yeah it was mm-hmm. it was a lot of thirty year old women in that crowd. Mm-hmm. Oh, without kids. Oh, I, yeah, 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 yes, without kids. Mm-hmm. No, the empowerment, the well, empowerment of it all. Well, but she's also been even even without the empowerment, just the just the pop songs and stuff like that. She's been around for for quite a while now. So some of those some of those thirty year old women were probably in their you know teenage years when she very first came out, or in their college years at least. So that doesn't doesn't shock me. Shock me but yeah I, I mean this song came out you know eight years ago yeah so mm-hmm. it's yeah yeah that's cool that you guys yeah. did that though yeah no, very much, and, very and, much. And, yeah that that's like like uh my sister taking uh my niece to see one direction except for the exact opposite <laughs> <laughs> one direction stands for nothing but fucking money oh yeah that was <laughs> Reese did Justin Bieber like in his heyday when she was in, in junior high and it, it was it was basically like Disney World of, of concerts just turn them up turn everyone upside down yeah. shake all the money comes out yeah sidebar and, and Sean edit this out if, if, if we've talked about this I'll There's... just shut you want me to shut the recorder off now no I'm kidding Go <laughs> <laughs> going back to Justin Bieber uh and and uh the Lady Gaga thing uh there was uh I think we have talked about this. It might not have been on, on the podcast, but there was a Justin Bieber song was just go love yourself. Yeah. Love yourself. I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. I yeah. love that song. And, and, and like, I remember saying like, no, he's telling this girl to go fuck off, mm-hmm. go fuck herself. It's like, no, no, it's a positive song. I'm like, are you no, not, it's not listening to this goddamn song? Like, I can't stand listening to it. But the fact that you fucking do not realize that <laughs> Justin Bieber is telling you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just driving me insane. It's actually not a bad song, honestly. I, I don't hate that it's song. A, it's actually yeah. a decent song. Yeah. But when you're driven insane, by people saying like oh no they're just saying go love yourself like be positive like no but i mean we we've touched on this time and time again if you this only is, listen to the hook and you don't listen to the words yeah it's what you get this is not a fire hazard <laughs> keep trying <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> So Sean, I think the next song's yours. It is. It is. I'm just just astounded at D sometimes. It just makes me not be able to speak. Um anyway, the next song is uh is I was just trying one last time. Is actually a, a Bonnie Raitt song, sort of, um, that was from the uh Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twenty-fifth anniversary concert back in October of two thousand nine. And uh the song is Love Has No Pride, and she did this song with Crosby Stills and Nash at the concert to celebrate twenty-five years of the uh Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I have liked this song ever since it very first was played. 
I I watched that concert. I think it was on HBO or something like that. And I watched that concert and saw them perform this. And actually, I never bought the entire like concert on CD or iTunes or whatever. But I bought this song. Copy he'll he'll lend you. Yeah, (laughs) sure, with a sticker. Um, But I bought uh, I bought this particular song off of iTunes way back in 2009 or 2010 when it very first came out because it just I don't know what it was when I saw them perform it something about it was just like this song is tremendous david crosby states it great at the beginning of the video he's like i'm telling you this this is my favorite voice of all time and i'm not kidding you and brings her out like wow bonnie ray she can wail yeah and she nails this song i mean she just absolutely nails it the entire thing it just it was tremendous to me power yeah yeah and I mean, the song, you can take the song for, uh, for what it is. I mean, it kind of spells out, you know, you know, that, you know, essentially love has no pride and you'll do what you can do when you're in love with somebody and, and all of that stuff. But the way the emotion that she sings it with it just, it'll just kind of, kind of catch you when you, when you watch it or listen to it. Well, I don't think she can help sing mm-hmm. songs with that emotion. Like her mm-hmm. voice is perfect like like she came out with a couple albums when we were in high school you know that they would play on ymg uh, give them uh, something uh, to talk about and yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and and it was just like i i don't care what she's saying i just want to hear it because she's singing it so goddamn beautiful Mm -hmm. she she could sing a phone book and it would sound pretty damn good yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. no one sings like her anymore no no (laughs) I will also point out this is the second uh, second time Stills has come up in what three four weeks, because we had the uh, uh, the the Sammy cover off of his uh, oh yeah locked in yeah. was a Stills song. This this per, this concert uh, actually, I own the Blu-ray of this concert <laughs> seven times. Just a Blu-ray, no CD. I don't own. I, I own one half of. The vinyl of it because I can only find the one half. How, how does that play if it's only half of a record? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, 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 you got to pick it up and move the needle. <laughs> it was a two night show, and I've got the second night that had uh, Tom Morello with uh, Bruce Springsteen doing uh, Ghost and Tom Joad, uh, which reminds me that uh, Richie hasn't ever done a covers episode with us. We, we might have to discuss that at some point. I, I I have uh, kept a list of covers just for that uh, that that Richie's time. prepared but professionalism. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, so this song was actually written not by Bonnie Raitt, not by Linda Ronstadt, who recorded it before Bonnie Raitt did, uh, by Eric Justin Kaz. Mm-hmm. And and then it's one of those things going back to uh, Kelly Clarkson, uh, you know, like like you just luck into a song and a voice, and it's you. How do you beat that? How do you beat that? You can't. There's right. no fucking way. And then you throw in fucking David Crosby and Stephen Sills, like Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know, like, like harmonized. And and we're gonna get to that, you know, in a couple of more songs too with harmonizing. But yeah, this fucking beautiful. 
in this version of the song too, Sean. I'm so glad it was it was available with the the CSN one. Like, uh, 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 I I I was worried that it was maybe not on that the list to put out there. But yeah. Oh, I looked before I before I sent it to make sure we could. Well, I knew I had it on iTunes, so it had to be on Apple Music probably. So, so anyway, yeah, it's a good version of it. So, Richie, I think you've got um, got our next song. We're getting close to the end for this week, and I think this is our second to last song, if I remember right. I do, and I, you know, all I can say about this song is that I, I love it uh, by Icona Pop. I think that's how you pronounce it. This is just a fun song. Mm-hmm. Anytime it comes on, anytime I hear it, you can't help but like pump your fist and go a little crazy, and it's just so much fun. Yeah, I don't care. I love it too. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna. I was like, I do not care about this song at all. But after the notes, listen to it for a few times. Yeah, no, I love it too. <laughs> I mean, there's not a whole lot it's to so say good. about it necessarily. It's just, um, it's just a fun, uh, catchy song. Yeah, I, I will say she's maybe a little destructive. Might might mm-hmm. need to work through a couple things, yeah. but other than that hey i threw uh, your shit into a bag and pushed it down the stairs i crashed my car into the bridge i don't care i love it (laughs) that's the i mean it doesn't really balance all that well with uh you know i did all this weird bad shit but i love it i don't care yeah and it it, like but it's that so it's it's yet another breakup song i mean this this kind of list is filled with them i think what probably five or six critics compared the song the breakup song narrative to kelly clarkson 2004 single since you've been gone hmm. yep yep this one's way more vindictive and destructive <laughs> but i mean you know we've also been we've all been there but she loves it she yeah. doesn't care <laughs> i don't care i love it mm-hmm. it you know i do like the part where she gets into so so it was she she had been dating an older guy and uh oh, yeah she's kind of, you know, <laughs> you're from the 70s and i'm a 90s bitch like mm-hmm. it's just so good yeah yeah Okay, so she from the seventies, and I'm a nineties man. I, I, I just I I can't wrap my head around that. Like, it'd be like if you dated somebody that was born in the nineties, D. I yes, mm-hmm. I know that, John. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. like I can't yeah. fucking wrap my head around that. Well, no, because it's more she's an adult in the nineties, so he would have been an adult in the seventies. So it'd be like somebody born late fifties, early sixties. Okay. She was born. She was born about the same time we were. I, I don't think that's right. I'm pretty sure that's right. I think he's watching <laughs> it too. We do, and she's watching Rugrats. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you're from the seventies, and I'm a nineties bitch. She was dating an older man. Right. About twenty yeah. years, give or take. <laughs> 90 months i'm not real 70. good at math yeah. yes you are <laughs> all right sean i think uh you got the hammer on this one yeah so um so final uh final song on the list is a is a song by heart and it's the song is barracuda uh, it's it's definitely it's a 70s song not a 90s song so uh so um uh <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I, this song to me 
the the guitar riff alone is worth this song and and plus i mean the vocals on it are also absolutely outstanding as well and wilson can sing a song yeah just barely mm-hmm. unbelievably yeah So yeah, it, like it's just that iconic bum 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 bum. Like like from the <laughs> from the start, this song just grabs you and absolutely, one hundred percent. And then her her voice comes in and and comes up even above the guitar riff. Like it's just Jesus. And the real thing, ah, so good. I had no idea that this was about their relationship with their record label. I just always assumed, you know, it was like a relationship with a bad dude, like, you know, that went south, like a, you know, another breakup kind of song. But mm-hmm. no, it's reading the notes. It looks like they did not like where they were at and uh, were, were, were breaking up. Oh, yeah. No, this the late 70s thing. Did you uh, ever watch the Eagles documentary? Mm-mm. I have not. Are you serious? Is it good? The history. Oh, my gosh. I'm assuming so yes. Good. Yep. St- pause here, Sean. We have to go watch it. We'll come back and play. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's four and a half hours, but you have to watch it. We'll be back about it's two o'clock two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's a two part. It's a two part thing. Uh, but oh my god, the history of the Eagles. Oh, my I, I've heard it's good. <laughs> you, you listen to Simmons. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, actually, no. My video game podcast talked about it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Kind of strange, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's so good, it's so good. It's been out for fucking seven, eight years. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Uh, but anyhow, yeah, no heart. And then Nancy Wilson, Barracuda, like how there's not much more rock and roll you can do. Oh yeah, no, definitely no. Than so. This song. So going off of that really quick, I sent you guys a link a little bit earlier to the VH1 Rock and Roll Honors from 2007, I believe, is is when it was performed. And Alice in Chains performed this song with country singer Gretchen Wilson. And it, I, I got to say that Alice in Chains put an even, maybe an even dirtier riff on this song than what the original has and I'm gonna play just a just a minute of it and Gretchen Wilson kind of nails it out of the you know just hits it out of the park with oh, this too. Her voice is incredible. That riff is just so awesome. Oh it, it I can't. It's almost like a blood on the water. Yeah. Well, I did have to look it up that Gretchen Wilson's not related to Ann Wilson. I didn't think about that, but... Oh, they're not, no, not at all. She sounds a lot like her, actually, the way she belts this out. Oh, my out. God. Ann Wilson has one of the... Okay, so uh, in December, I think, uh, the 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 sub pop not sub pop what the fuck is the a museum of pop culture in Washington did a thing where it was dedicated to uh, Alice in Chains 
you know, obviously in COVID times, it's all virtual. You talking about the and Smithsonian? No, no, no. In Seattle. oh, you mean in Washington State of Washington? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Seattle, the Mopop Museum of Pop Culture. Oh, I've been there. That's where I saw the Star Wars exhibit. Yeah. Great. What's where I saw the Nirvana Unplugged and uh, yeah. yeah, they have they have a pretty good music little section there. Oh my Not too bad. Oh my god, we can do a whole podcast on that goddamn. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow, so their 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 thing this year was Alice in Chains, and uh, uh, Ann Wilson did Rooster with uh, uh, you, you know to to celebrate. Uh, Allison Chains, and I think I, I I sent the link, but it was like right before we started recording. You didn't send the link. Yeah, it just said YouTube on it. Mine didn't actually have a link on it, so I didn't get to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's my bad. But it's uh, but uh, uh, the year before at, at uh, William Duvall's first concert with uh, uh, Allison Chains, they did Rooster with with Heart. Oh my gosh. So fucking good. <laughs> like, you do realize if you mention that song too many more times, we're going to get people calling in requesting it. Uh, which song, Rooster? Y- yeah, come on, stop. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I did like the touch in the uh, in the uh, Gretchen Wilson Allison Chains video of like they would actually throw up a heart on the jumbotron. Like so, they're really, you know, really paying homage to the to the original band. Well, Nancy and Ann are, are from Seattle, so like, like, and 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 they've been big proponents of Alice in Chains and Pearl Jam and all that stuff. Like, but they were huge in that scene, especially when Cameron Crowe came in and did singles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Crowe was, you know, married to Nancy for a long time, and uh, uh, you know, so they had a huge huge thing to do with 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 the scene at that time so it yeah no it was appropriate for everybody to be you know the way they were with them yeah heck of a heck of a good song heck of a good cover of the song though yes. i mean you can't go wrong with either version of that song it's they're they're oh both awesome so and they both wail yeah yeah <laughs> you know what, and really i don't think gretchen wilson's had much of a career since like her she had like one album that was super popular she might have had another one and then kind of fell off the face of the earth because really her music wasn't all that good necessarily you know but boy she's got a voice i just can't believe that that couldn't be used in some other form than you know singing bad country songs for the most part well and i mean you're not going to be using that voice in country songs no quite frankly like you're not you're not going up to to get the the highs of barracuda in a typical nashville song i mean you don't think she could sing redneck woman like that <laughs> i mean she can yeah. should she yeah i don't know this well that was what made her really popular about 15 years ago and it was a terrible song so look it up you'll love it, <laughs> yeah, it <sounds> like <laughs> can't you tell so uh okay so yeah no so cornflake girl was requested by several listeners uh jen actually put it on one of the uh Jennifer France actually put it on one of the. Uh, Is there another Jen? Isn't she the only Jen that exists? The one from France. She's the only one that exists right now. Yes. Yeah. But uh, 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 but we had Meg and Kathy and, and, and other people talking about 
putting Tori in the sun there. So uh, I was glad to get that on there. And uh, uh, no, this was, yeah, a great playlist. Good fun. Yep. One. One percent of our listeners are from France, and that must be Jen. I'm, I'm going to guess. <laughs> um, D, I do want to call out. I don't think I mentioned it on the air. You're wearing a uh, Smith and Myers T-shirt. So, in a matter of like five weeks, you've gone from hating Shine Down with passion to buying their paraphernalia. Uh, Smith and Myers is not Shine Down. Okay. Those albums are fucking great. It's, it's- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's a couple instruments. It, yeah, yeah, it's shine down minus the guy with his hair too. Also, well, uh, but 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 I'm I'm just you know looking at your shirt with the the guy with the hands over listen, his eye. I mean, it, it captures it, the pretentiousness that you talk about all all like through and through. And you want to know what's funny is I fucking hate t-shirts like this too, that has people's <laughs> faces on them. Like, but. I, but the back of the song sell stop telling me I have to calm down. And that's what sold me on the t-shirt. <laughs> like seriously, honestly, like like you don't need to have your goddamn face printed on the t-shirt. <laughs> but like, yet it's printed on the t-shirt and it's on your chest right now. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but I'm also sitting in a hotel room in Temple, Texas. <laughs> goddamn Zoom call. But did you spend YouTube. but did you spend else- did you spend money on it though? Well, that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> he spends money on uh, lots of use. I know. God dang. So, uh. so quite frankly, D, I, I've, I feel like I've accomplished a lot in my life, but I might be proudest of introducing you to that song because you clearly really like that song, and, and that means a lot to me. I, I, dude, seriously, that song was fucking incredible. And the moment we did that, record or or, or that, that uh record <laughs> that podcast i jumped on to try to find the vinyl bought the vinyl bought the t-shirt i was trying to buy a fucking sign poster yeah oh. stickers <laughs> they don't do stickers they're too cool for that well you buy shine down stickers <laughs> as a replacement cool yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh no, it was, it, no yeah no are we done for the week I think we are. I want you to know it's over. Well, bye. What? <laughs> no. No, this this cricket thing, after the cricket thing plays, it says like, comment, and subscribe. Why the fuck would you subscribe to a cricket sound? That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> I just want to hear it over and over. <laughs> Why are you commenting on it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I oh feel like this, this sounds like awesome. real cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was crickets when I was 12 years old. <laughs> like, that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> One quick note to add here to the end of this episode of Sean and D's Good Tape. We're going to take next week off due to the Easter holiday. Not much time to record over Easter weekend. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a brand new episode of Sean and D's Good Tape. Until then, have a great one.